What is going on, everybody? Thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime podcast. This is episode 84. And as you know, we are Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast. And dare I say, Anchor's number one podcast, period. My name is Anthony. I'm Tommy. And today we are joined by the one and only, the man himself, Duty Beard. And you may know him from places like twitch.tv slash Duty Beard. Bird? Duty Beard. <laughs> Duty Beard, his 100% hot off the press TikTok at tiktok.com slash Duty Beard. And just an all-around, I want to say, merch connoisseur. <coughs> you can say that, please. Please but say Duty, that. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Um, thank you guys for having me. This is. I want to say was... right now, you have some of the most iconic merch I've seen other than Snowbike Mike's, which is a friend of mine and Tommy's. Uh, your, your merch not only stands out, but you don't forget it. Thank you. Thanks. So I just want you to know that. Thanks, honey. I, ch- I spent a lot of time in the band, the music industry, and yep. <clears throat> where it's already it's already quite evolved from because it, they, you know bands have been selling merch forever. Uh, yes. So I like to I like to just spice it up. I like to have something that I would wear. I dress not outlandish but i dress like i'm going skiing every day like you know colors and patterns like an 80s ski like better off dead skiing and leggings yeah yeah i call myself ski goth (laughs) i like that ski goth Um, you're over there listening to like (laughs) music smoking a cigarette as you go down the slopes you know it's funny because when i like when i lose all weight when i lose a bunch of weight and i'm feeling myself i change it up to like plaids and like bigger plaid shirts in my leggings and i and i and i call that mom goth mom goth (laughs) (laughs) so basically a karen but with black hair well like the no basically like (laughs) the the cool the cool mom but not the annoying cool mom, the cool gotcha. mom who doesn't call herself the cool mom, who just lets the kids, you know, doesn't let the kids smoke downstairs, yeah. but they are smoking and she's not she's not going to say anything. So um, you're saying it's <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's mom in Mean Girls, not What's-Her-Face's mom. Yeah. Not, not no, Amy exactly. Poehler, where exactly. she's like, the girl up so fast. You guys want cigarettes, beer, token condoms? Mom. <laughs> yeah. A pretty token mom who's, like, cool with shit. Like, hey, come on. You want to talk about it? Like, yeah, mom got Wow. Here, we really unpacked <laughs> it. Take a shot. It'll make you feel better. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, we really right. went into this mom got Let like me throw it. out some housekeeping real quick. Guys, thank if you, for you the like. Merch compliment. You're welcome. If you like what you hear, <laughs> every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we got news with an occasional review posted on Saturdays. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can always go to anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can leave us a voicemail or sign up for a monthly donation, but more about that later. Now, let's talk about what we're playing. We're going to start with our guest, Duty Beard. Like what have you been that. playing? And I've seen – okay, real fast before you go on what you've been playing. I don't – you've been doing a lot just, of VR, yeah, and you posted that, that TikTok with you guys <laughs> with the dude riding his cat or something like that. And that was one of the greatest VR skins I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, the uh, so as you said, v- let me answer you. VR, the, uh-huh. like you an- like you answered. <laughs> um, <coughs> um, since Phasmophobia said like, "Hey, we're also VR," I was like, "Oh, okay." Really popular category. VR is not very. I don't know. Not a lot of streamers 
have done it. And I know I know Twitch isn't be all end all of everything, but in our world, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um and so I just loved it. Fell in love and then with people in the community, we kind of RP takes over instead of yeah. the gameplay. We could care less about dying. It works better with the RP. And I mean, in my bank in Phasmophobia, I hope this is enough context, usually has like, you know, $300 in it. And I never, I'm just like, eh, whatever, I don't care. Um, so ever since then, I've been really sticking to VR, mixed reality, and trying to capitalize on feedback from what I've been saying. Uh, every time I do mixed reality, people are like, it's so cool, it's so cool, it's so cool. So. I've been studying today after, you know, leading up to this on what else is in mixed reality, on how I can capitalize on that. So just a lot of VR, a lot, as much as I can. Horror VR wins everything for me. And yeah. then mixed reality VR and then everything else. I like it. I like it. Because so I'm presenting this, it, you know. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I Well, I've seen some of your VR clips, uh, especially <coughs> on, on TikTok. I've seen them on Twitter as well. Uh, you know, what? it's so weird because I think that they – they translate better to that that smaller TikTok content and be able to kind of adding, you know, words, stuff like that in a more integrated form on that app. I, I feel like those shine better there, but you get more traction on Twitter because I feel like Twitter is where is like your bread and butter. <coughs> but I just want to say that the videos you've been posting regarding the the AR and the VR are fucking solid, dude. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's funny because... Uh, <laughs> I feel like everybody analyzes TikTok a lot, and rightfully so. And it, you know, it, it it's a it's a media that should be analyzed as much as you know as well as everything. But it 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 centralizes around the artist, you know, yeah. and whether the AR, I mean, yeah, whether those clips work on Twitter, in our own social circles, on Instagram, on iFunny, on Pit, you know, wherever it is on YouTube, I think it's strongest on YouTube. You know, I still put it out on everything because, you know, of the, the chances and yeah. the odds of all the kids, you know, of everybody's eyes, you know, you got to consider yeah. mostly kids on the platforms and everything, but, but that's your audience and they're out there. And yeah. I've been just, I've been so plugged in and I'm listening to lo-fi in my back. I always do this. I listen to lo-fi. So everything's just like, yeah, extra as hell. Well, let me just say this. <laughs> Let's say your, your content <clears throat> is a jar, is a little tube of Play-Doh. I take it out. Okay. I roll it up into like a rod. I let it dry and I insert it into my body so fucking hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just no. go, bam. Bam, it's good, bam, man. bam, you know? It's the first and, thing I did with Play-Doh. And that's what I do to your content, is I stir it in me very aggressively and vigorously. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted you to know that. Tommy, what are you playing? <laughs> We're not rushing over that. What the <laughs> fuck did you just say? Yeah, I just said that I, I take Duty's content as said, if it was Play-Doh, uh, and I put it... his Play-Doh in, uh, in his puss. Well, my hard Play-Doh, I let it get hard, <laughs> and I shove it inside me. My body. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> the old Play-Doh shove. So. <laughs> <Touché>. <laughs> ah. Ah. This is 
It's all social media. I tricks. quit. <laughs> I quit. But thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. You have to shove it in you. Exactly. You take it. You take it one way. You say okay. It goes on YouTube a different way. You yeah. you know you mold it. You shove it back in the in your puss, and then you say okay. Wait, I need to put it on Twitter. You take it out. You mold it back in the puss. <laughs> Instagram. Okay, hold on, hold on, stop Back giving away. We're, we're going to talk more about this here in a little bit. We're going to. This is going to be one of the topics because I I do want to talk about this. Tommy, what are you playing? Uh, you you want to talk about Plato to put <laughs> on the podcast? I'm, I'm, all right, whatever. Fuck it. It it's goddamn train wreck. Let's do it. I'm playing <laughs> Destiny, of course. Yes. Uh, Beyond Light. It it's what I do, guys. Like, it. We're 84 episodes deep. You know, I'm playing Destiny every week. Yeah. yeah, and I just got into uh, playing Gears Tactics, and I mentioned we're recording stuff a little out of order, guys. So you'll hear episode eighty-two. I was talking about wanting to play that. I jumped into it. It's pretty cool. I've never played. Well, I, I've not. That's a lie. I've played Destiny. I never. I don't follow it at all. I th- I liked mm-hmm. Borderlands and then I played Destiny and there were no jokes in Destiny and I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's fair. It's very fair. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, Borderlands lines, I'm sorry, I have to go off this tangent real quick. <laughs> Borderlands 2, when Handsome Jack is talking about how that guy's coming at him with a spoon, he's like, he came in with a spoon. So then it pop out both his eyes and his kids are like, wah, wah. Anyways, long story short, you're a little bitch. <laughs> that's my favorite Borderlands have, line. There's so many like great lines in Borderlands. <clears throat> One of them that stuck with me is the pre in the pre sequel. Is every time something goes wrong with Jack, he just goes "son of a taint." Every time. <laughs> that has stuck with me to the point where I say that in my normal life. Son of a taint. Son of a Son taint. Of a taint. <laughs> yeah. Or in Borderlands Three, you get. A talking pistol, and it has the voice of Tyrene, and sh- like you'll just shoot the gun, and at random points it'll just go, bitch, 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 and I'm like, did my gun just call me a bitch? I remember seven that. times. I, remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Borderlands though. I need to go back and play it since it's uh, next gen optimized, and I haven't had a chance to play it because there's <coughs> so much on Game Pass to play. Yeah, underrated, underrated humor mm-hmm. games. Uh, mm-hmm. not any '90s point and click, Leisure Suit Larrys and stuff, and then oh uh, the le- the Matt Hazard uh, from mm-hmm. Xbox 360, mm-hmm. terrible third person shooter, but it's about mm-hmm. being a action hero in a third person shooter who is like all washed up and shit. It's very yeah. fourth wall, but it's great. Like the objectives come on screen and he's good. And he's reading them. He's like mumbling them to himself. <laughs> <laughs> it was just re- It's great. And Will Arnett is Matt Hazard and NPH is in it. That sounds amazing. I need yeah. to look into this. Um, have you played the game uh, comic jumper? Comic? It's like a, that name sounds familiar. Jumper. It's like a, it's a old Xbox 360 arcade game where you're oh. playing as a superhero inside a comic who's like self-aware of it and has a star that's like like oh, on shit. his chest talking to oh, him. And I, I they're talking mad shit to him. And the best part is that uh, the star is voiced by the guy who voices Vegeta in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> oh, I wow. can't take this it seriously. This really good. I bet she was on Steam. It, I think it is. It is a phenomenal oh. game. 
Like, if you like that kind of, like, self-aware humor to it, of stuff like that, you would love yeah. this. Wow. I bet it's just on GOG. It's not on Steam, but that's fine. That's that's cool. <laughs> you can find it somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> or you just plug in a 360 and play it off there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have you been playing, Anthony? Okay, Yakuza Like a Dragon has me yeah, by the ball. Has me by the balls. Anthony, what you playing? Yakuza Like a Dragon has me by the balls. I'm 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 still loving it. It's a great game. It's super fucking zany with some of the most serious content as well, and I love it. Uh, real fast though, uh, I want to sub subvert all my time for what I'm playing to talk about Leisure Suit Leisure Suit Larry. Okay. Uh, oh, I have a great so story. Keep going. Yeah, picture, best story ever. Okay. Okay, so it's it's 1999. We go to <coughs> Springs to visit my grandma and my step grandpa. My turns out my step grandpa was a really creepy dude who really loved porn magazines, but he also had all of the leisure. That's gonna play in later on. He had all the Leisure Suit Larry games as of that time on his computer. Now this is an AOL times. So now we're gonna kick back to 2002. He passed away. We go and visit. I still a lot of his porn and i take it home with me he was dead he's not gonna use it so i put it to use my god he had shelves of shelves of shelves of a uh, barely legal and a bunch of other stuff and you know like any 16 17 year old boy i took it anyways uh so yakuza like a dragon <laughs> playing that so yakuza just so yakuza <laughs> so lisa so, yeah, larry this is this is great. Um, my well, I was at my dad's office when I was like six or five or something. So nineteen ninety or ninety one or less. Um, yeah. And he sat me to and he he sat me oh, at, his, no. at his computer, had me play this game. I didn't I didn't understand. I didn't know what I was doing. Everywhere yeah. I went, I died. I, I was like, you know, it's a text and. It was so weird for me because you walk around and you type in stuff. Like you go to a, a door, you type in open door for the yeah. people listening who don't know what it is. Um, and like an old, old ass LucasArts. So, you know, so I, so my, my dad's coworker, like he knew how to, he was in there. He knew how to play. So I would ask him, he goes, go, uh, go to the store, trying to keep it, I guess, clean for me. So he goes, go to the store. And, and then I'm just like trying to like go to the store. Duh, 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 I die again. Duh, duh. And then. I just can't figure it out. So I go with him and he goes, ask for lubbers. And I never in my life understood what that was. It was rubbers, condoms. <laughs> You're buying condoms from the store. But I never understood what it was ever. Either way, the game was super interesting and quirky as a kid. And I yeah. grew up with the sequels and stuff. And then in 95, when I was in fifth grade, I sent a, a, a email to Al Lowe, the creator of Larry. And he responded. And we went back and forth for months. We were Damn. like pen for months. And Damn. he started his blog and then then he got then his blog got really big and mm. then he got to then he got to work on Larry games again and that's and the rest is history. But I've always wanted to tell this story. So this is uh this is so that's really cool. We were pen pals for like a couple months. He would just message me back and I don't even remember what the context was and it wasn't I, w I was asking about games and Larry and and I guess I was like trying to be like like you know intelligent sounding be like so what is it like being a game designer I hate that fucking question <laughs> Jesus um, yeah you know but what's yeah, crazy is is you have weird 
on like like five degrees of Kevin Bacon type links With to like yeah, celebrities and like popular musicians. I know that what you know Franz, right? Yeah. So like let's hop into some topics, okay? Let that's good. We talked about games. I let's talked to you about it. I told everybody about the porn stash I stole from my dead uh step grandpa. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. I wanted, okay. As a fellow musician, I know you've been in bands as well. Um, you've built one of the things I can respect the fuck out of is your ability to make connections and keep those connections. And now that you're in stream and it seems like you've kept a lot of those connections that were in your, when you were doing music and made them relevant towards streaming, whether it be certain bands giving you permission to use their music during stream or just kind of like getting people to do like, hey, you're watching Duty Beard and he sucks, like that type of thing. Now, <coughs> when you were originally in music, were these connections that you thought were like, oh, these are just friends I'm making? Or did you ever think like, you know, maybe these connections can help me out down the line. I'm not necessarily saying like open doors for you, but kind of help you out and just making like little quirky videos like the you know duty beard sucks videos no um i it definitely it it, it was not like down the line i'm gonna use, it was no, nothing like that uh <clears throat> when i was when i was becoming friends with these bands i was actually not so, some of the bands i was friends with as a kid and some of them i was just friends with um because i was working in the weed industry and mm -hmm. I'm just trying to be careful. My boss is going to listen to this. My <laughs> boss didn't, he knew that I was giving them like a joint, some joints. Yeah. He didn't know I was giving them a lot of weed. All like the a, joints. Like, like a lot of, like a bunch yeah. of weed. Um, And medical, you know, legal. It's all yeah. legal shit. Well, you were either like, giving them tattoos or you were giving them that. Yeah. It was know, one I was, of the I two. was a weed fairy and it was just. It was because when I was in New Jersey being in bands, I was in a band and I was already just like going to this show and, and meeting my friends and see, you know, friends, you know, friends over here, guest list. And and then not a lot of not that for a long time. And then when I worked in the weed industry, it was just getting back to that. So I was just like, yeah, you know, this is this is my vibe. Just like kind of going to a show and smoking a lot and just like being on the outside where no one can bother me or see me. And I can just vibe with the dudes. And that was it. And, you know, an Instagram picture from on the stage. But that was that was just because it's like, hey, oh, shit. Boop. Memories, yeah. you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Down the line, for my brand, I knew it would be fun. I just knew it would be cool to just, like, get, like, a, you know, while I was at the show mm -hmm. to get them to send me the videos. And Bryce was easy because Bryce and I are just buds. And he just – Bryce has supported the stream for a long, long time. What band is Bryce in? Spill Canvas. Okay. He's oh the shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And same with Matt from I Set My Friends on Fire, and and you know they all do. And uh, Brian from Attila. Remember and when Sean... them and Smosh linked up? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, that's I, a great I, song. I that's a, that's still that song. It is still a good bangs. song. It is a good song. It is a good song. Matt told me about that um, experience. Oh, that's that. been really fun. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll, <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll, we'll Our sarcasm. <laughs> See, I, when he designed me the, when he designed me merch, you know, I paid. You know, I, I, I he, you know, I, I paid for it. That 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 yeah. was uh, and understood. Like, I want you know, can I like commission you and we should do this collab and 
or I think I said we should do this collab and I'll I'll commission you because I know that he's you know I know that he's always trying to make some dough and I, yeah. and I love him. He's a good guy. He comes up with really good stuff. So it's all just behind the scenes like hey, let's do this stuff. Like I got something in the works now that is like falling together like totally by accident. Like one of my old friends from a band like started watching and he's just like into streaming now. And he's just like, he really wants to start. And then he was like, we should get a big group together of, you know, among us with like this guy and this guy from this band streams and you should talk to him and we'll, you know, and so it's all, it's all just collab, you know? Yeah. Um, to them, like, it was me who was the, the, the man coming to the shows. Cause I had, you know, I was the guy with the weed. Um, I, I didn't, and, and that was, so it's, it's all like on relative levels. And now with the music industry dying, like these are, yes, people who are, you know, who we look up to and there's, and I'm not saying that's bad because it, because it's definitely not bad. Musicians are, you know, good moral musicians are great, but, um, they're, the music industry is dying. There's, they can write music. No one's spending money on music. Yeah. You know, there's no concert scene right now. There's none. It's terrible. Yeah, and COVID kind of killed that shit. It sucks. COVID, COVID, yeah, COVID's destroying like all media. You know, because it's trickling to Movies, our industry. Cons, it's just, all of let's, it. Let's just bring it all the way down and bring up hot topic. Like it's trickling all the way down to our industry, which is set to evolve as the industry right yeah. now. But music is being like Twitch. Actually, is being like uh me no no and it makes sense because twitch is still just twitch they might have amazon money they don't have amazon business relationships yeah you know they just don't have that and amazon doesn't understand but this is this is just how i interview i'm sorry i go too deep into weirdo dude it's oh, all you're good. good you're good go deep yeah. it, go it's making for a good conversation I made a reference about making your content into a play-doh dildo and putting it in me i think you're good going deep yeah, yeah. By the way, this is a great game. You know what it's called? It's called what? Puss. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me say this. I want to. I want to ask you. When you were in your band, were you kind of the guy that did a lot of the blunt of the stuff? Because obviously, MySpace was a big was it was one of probably if not your hugest tool. Because uh, 2006 to 2010, for me being in bands, MySpace was the biggest tool and the best tool any band could utilize. To be honest, uh, I, I will. Reason, I, I stand by this, yeah. and I will always say this. MySpace was the best platform for music before it got sold. Yeah, and when it got, yeah, because you can host everything and you didn't have to yeah. pay a webmaster. I, I, and, I will and die so on that much hill. Integration. I will so die much on integration. that hill. Yeah, and kids yeah, were just going to MySpace for bands. Yep, and then they mm -hmm. sold, and then I, I remember the transition to Facebook and how weird it was. But I remember also Peer Volume. Pure volume yeah, was, oh, wow. was a great side as well. You, wow. you, you listen. We were both in bands at the same exact same exact time. Yeah, different genres. High school, two thousand three. Oh, yep, yeah. I have two thousand two. I mean, same exact, so, same so exact thing. I got into music late. I didn't get into music till I was around like twenty one, and then I got my first like official band called Forgotten Masterpiece, and it was a, it was all screamo. It was like you know, scary kids, scaring kids type time. You know that kind of. So thing. you're uh, from the West Coast, right? You're yeah, right yeah, from the West, West Coast. Coast. You know, yeah. a billion Ernie, a billion Ernies. No, no. Uh, okay. They're but from California. Continue, I'm trying to continue. think of some of the other bands that we played with. Um, there was, oh, We're Not Friends Anymore was a really big band that, that we, we never got to share the stage with, but I always wanted to. They were really big. They were a Sacramento-based band. Um, 
you know, like Dance Gavin Dance was based out of Sacramento at that time, so they were really mm-hmm. big. Once again, never got to play a show with them, but uh, watch out, there's ghosts. The watch out, there's ghosts. You remember them? No, right, I don't Sky- remember them. So it was uh, a Skylight Drive kicked out, kicked out the lead singer, and he went and started um, Watch Out, There's Ghosts. Uh, what? With the, yeah, yeah, what yeah. Year? That was uh, Skylight Drive kicked him out. I want to say in 2008, maybe 2000. No, no it would have been it would have been 2008 because I left the band I in 2009. No idea. Wait, you were in a Skylight Drive? No, 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 no. I left oh, my band. Got masterpiece <laughs> in about in 2009, and then went to moved to Hanford, California, and started up a, another band called The Nightmares at Sunrise. And uh, we we did like some small tour stuff like that. But uh, wow. the music from the East Coast, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just know very select West Coast. Horse the band was really great. I actually just talked to Nate from Horse the Band last night, um, just to check in. I just check in with like old homies. So so back back to my question though. You were the guy in your band. I feel like you were the guy yes, in the band yes, that did yes. a lot of the stuff. You handled social media. You handled booking. You handled doing whatever well, need, needed to be done. Yeah, yeah, yes, but yes with the but. We were pretty lazy about it. Uh, if I put in what I put in for Twitch, relatively, then we probably would have done stuff because we we were just we didn't we lived really far from shit from shows. Yes, from, you know we knew about the only reason the, we I don't even know how people like knew about shows. I knew one show listing and then other than that you had to like look at stone pony shows and get the aquarium and find all those and you know the magazine and uh but it was just it was hard for me in my town to keep up going against my mom's clock of me going through college because i just lived in a very i just lived in a town like that you know what i mean so let me ask you this did your time in that band but whatever it was you were doing Helped yeah. to make you stronger and better when it came to Twitch. A hundred percent, yeah. I constantly compare bands uh, to or Twitch streamers to the way that bands used to bring up bring themselves up. Yeah, always. Yeah, and in, in like every sense of the word, in all my YouTube, in all my older YouTube videos before VR stuff, all of them had like compare to bands, compare to bands. You can just all for years. I've been saying that. You can ask anybody in like my community no 100 i recognize that from the start as someone who was in a band yeah. as well and was trying to make those same connections and make shit work book shows do merch uh get cds get recordings stuff like that i, I definitely recognize your and drive you know what else you know what else though yeah that people dismiss um is also being social like there was a big sense of like becoming friends with all the bands that you were in yes. with, and i got a bad taste of that at first i listen to as many bands local bands as i could like that i knew we were playing with because i was just such a junkie about it. i wanted to meet them and i would meet them and i would just already know stuff about them and they would be like wow you already like know our lyrics and shit i'd be like yeah you put yeah, yeah. man this is what we do and that stuff is completely no different from this it's uh it's exactly the same sometimes sometimes every now and then people laugh but it's but it's the same exact thing as bands and the community 
And like in a show, you meet the bands, you hang out after, hopefully like you're friends with this band and you go to the same party. Yeah. Maybe one band member and they say, Hey, yo, this person's having a party, you guys gotta come. And that's <clears> that's how that's so and then you play shows together, you know, it's like, oh yo, can we get this this band on it? They're great, they're our friends, they're so good. Yep. Same same exact shit. That's a raid. That's yeah. that's what you call that's relative to a raid or a host. One hundred percent. I I I exactly see Mm-hmm. I get what you're talking about. Someone who was in bands as well. Whenever a promoter hit us up, I'd be like, "Well, do you need more bands? Yeah, I need two more bands. Well, hit up these guys, these guys, and these guys. Yeah. There's three of them. If one one of them probably won't hit you back, the other two will. And it's very much, yeah, that's 100% a raid. Now, I want to talk about, I want to talk about merch. I want yeah. to say that oh, you boy, have some sure? of the, the, yeah, you have some of the best merch of any Twitch streamer personality whatever you want to call it that i've seen so far your merch not only is is straightforward it's iconic and it's also easy to remember duty how easy is that now what 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 is it that you can give other twitch streamers like advice and i know i understand you have tons of videos on youtube regarding this as well but but that's advice one watch my youtube video your merch is on another (laughs) level though like like you are a a well of knowledge when it comes to this because I feel like you were doing this with bands before. So you had a general knowledge of who to hit up. So what, yes, listen, I must, I, I let's say this. I'm a mid tier streamer. I want to make some merch. What, what do I need to know? You need to know a few things that one, the most important thing, and this is some real talk. The people on Twitch are, are, are so nice. Okay. If you say into chat, 20, 50, 60, whatever, it doesn't matter how many people, and you say, hey, here's my new merch, who's going to get it? I promise you, everybody's going to be like, I need it, I need it, I want it, I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to buy it, definitely, as soon as my paycheck, as soon as I say, that's great. The support and the feedback is, is great, but it's nothing. As a content creator, and you gotta you gotta take night, you gotta take, well, it doesn't matter what you, you gotta take all those feelings out of the equation because if you're listening now, you want to grow and you have that's why you have to take that out of the equation. Um show me the money. It doesn't matter until show me the money. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Until you actually get paid for it. Um, so just consider that. So that being said, people are gonna be like, don't you know, don't be like, I've a hundred people have already told me that they're going to buy this shirt once it drops. Cause you're going to be fucking disappointed. You know, yeah. you are going to be hella disappointed. Um, that being said, there's more, there's a lot of portals. Uh, you want to, but I'm do giving you the really fast version. You want to give something, you want to produce something like it's your content. You want to make it so that it's the best every yeah. single time. You don't want to throw slap your emotes on a shirt. That's not what that shit's for. You don't want this shirt to be worn just to sleep. You want somebody to see the shirt and want the and want the sh- and want it and like be like, "Whoa, I need to like how did how is how where did they get that?" or have them Google Google it right there. Yeah. You know, I think it's worked on um, me. I bought your. Was I the first person to buy your simp pin? Yeah, yeah, you guys were. It, it simp fucking, pins are actually doing very well. It fucking worked on me. You're like, I've only got thirty. I'm like, oh, guess what? I already bought it. Eat my nards. You know, this is which is why, dude, going ham on on socials, 
has really boosted that, dude. I've had some weird couple of weeks this week. It's been a, it's been I've got offline primes from some TikTok followers. Yeah, <laughs> that's always the best feeling. But um, put up, you know, design design your merch like you would your content. You want something that people are gonna love having, not just you know, not something that people are gonna buy. You want something that people like will like love having as like a very tangible thing. That's yeah. why. That's why I do things like glow in the dark shirts or, you know, special hem tags and stuff. Um, I'm so reluctant to just slap like some of my designs on Hovercat. Although I love Hovercat, I'm very reluctant because they can't have some personalization options that I want as far as collector's mm -hmm. items. I looked at things like collect, like I bought, I got the TwitchCon, the GlitchCon joggers today. Yeah. And I, I love them now that I have them in my hands. Like I can see the details and the work they put into it. And it, I'm so happy. But on Amazon, I was just like, I don't even like this. I'm just buying it to collect it. Yeah. But you know, um, I don't where, know if that makes or hurts. Where do my... you where do you do your shirts through? Who do you host so through? I go to print to order. Uh, I go through a few different ways. I went to, I talked to somebody from my high school who's really successful, who's very successful as far as business. Um, and he went through my merch and he was like, it's very unorganized. And, you know, the way you present it, there's really no purpose in everything. And, and as far as purpose, I haven't really gotten to that. But one thing he did tell me is to make a link tree and have like separate buttons, like hats, pins, this. And okay. so it's very organized now. So that being said, two separate places. One is my own closet, which is plastic bins and very yes. organized and... Not a whole lot left, but that's my personal stash of stuff that I pre-buy tour merch, as they call it, because it's like stuff that bands will buy before they go on tours, basically. Yes. And I set my own margins. Um, I do my own shipping. I can get my own freebies. Uh, it's way better for a lot of reasons, and it's way cheaper. It was a lot. It was for me. It was a lot to invest because I wasn't sure how low I can go in a batch. Yeah, which is now something that's kind of recent that print companies have started doing. Um, and then I go the print to order because they cover all over print stuff and garments that that I I don't that that the design is so good, but I but it costs the the cost of screen printing are too much and i don't think it would be a tangible i don't think it would be super super tangible like i don't i'm not trying to put out shit it's an amazing design but as far as my series with like you know the hem tags and all the shit that i buy you know it's it's not like on my super like you need this shirt like the the stomper shirt the the mario stomper shirt yeah i love it it's my baby i'm so happy that i have like a mario movie stomper without actually owning the Mario movie stomper and it's got my name on it. And it's like, Oh, I love it so much, but I have, well, actually that's a lie. Cause it has the red baseball tee sleeves and it's a black shirt. So I guess that's a lie, but I went, okay. I'm sorry. I broke my answer against the wall. This happens with me when you, this, this happens with me. I go to print to order because they're all, Listen, all over. Duty, real and, fast. Like, the joggers. We're, we're yeah, not serious publication podcast. I told you I put your content in, in my orifices. 
So I think yeah, you but can I want to give people wall. the right advice about merch because I I really give a shit about merch. I give yeah. so much of a shit. Well, about that's it. why I asked you about it because I I know that you do the the amount of work I and the amount of love I see you put into your merch is the reason why I wanted to bring this topic up is because I I know that there are plenty of people out there who can learn from you and learn some actually like decent knowledge as opposed to just hey if you go to fucking teespring.com blah 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 like you actually have put a lot of thought into this not only have you told us sites that you use but you've also told us like i also do print to order because i know i can get this out like you've given us two viable options for merch and with two viable reasons why you go through each one of them thanks yeah yeah you know i uh yeah it's 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 hard out here you know (laughs) But um, but it's 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 getting somewhere, and uh, and then and then the the final of it all is, um, it, the, my answers are very meta. Like people are always saying, I don't I don't have enough to spend on this. But when my because I but, but but then I have a response, which is, it's you know you can find low cost options. There are companies that now offer really low minimums. You know, like you can, they have options for like low risks. And then on the other hand, if you're not going to start investing into your brand now, then you're in trubs. Yeah. You know, and 200, 300 bucks, everyone's going to spend 200, 300 bucks on a, on a stream deck XL or, you know, an Elgato key or whatever no disrespect to those items because those items are useful but you can do a lot better by throwing down on merch and shit you know yeah and small things and it doesn't have to be a shirt doesn't have to be a big you know gamer shirts are so trite gamer shirts are are like like a like a lot it's like that's why that's why ninja goes to walmart because you know and no disrespect to 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 ninja but like there's such a mix at Walmart and the same thing with gamer shirts, but it's leaning on emotes and a, a, a teamy logo, you know, like a big bronze shieldy teamy logo. And you just, you know, without even thinking about a specific team in mind, you can, you have one that you just made up in your head. I have five that just keep shuffling through like, you know, the, the, you know, you know, with the sheet and all that shit. Um, and so I want to also just remind people who are trying to get merch for their stream to really try to offer something different and just make sure it's going to be something that they're going to love to have. You know, they want that they want the cake in the thing and they want to eat it too. So yeah. you can give that to them with merch. You're allowed to give that to them with merch. So do your best on doing that. I just want to say real fast, shout out to Purple, a.k.a. Brandon Myers, friend of the show, for uh, owning the only piece of Dad Bob Plays merch there is. He also owns the only piece of my merch. Yeah, exactly. He's got he's got our merch. So he's got limited, literally one, one of one of each of our merch. Uh, I want to ask you, though, Duty, and let, let's go away from merch. Let's go to a different one. I want to talk about diversifying your content. I, I want to say that you are one of the people who I see who actually utilizes it in a best scenario possible kind of way. You've got TikTok, you've got your YouTube tutorial videos, you've got your Twitch, you've got your Twitter. Uh, I, I mean, just those four alone, I don't think we follow you on Instagram, but just those four alone, I get so much duty beard content that is not only curated for each of those platforms, 
but done very well for each of those platforms separately. Now, real quick question. Where the fuck do you find the time to do any of this stuff, dude? Dude, it has consumed my life, but yeah. I, um, I, this is when I was in LA, I was doing it like this when I was just grinding and grinding and grinding. And I have time. I have time to myself. Yeah. I slept all afternoon today. <laughs> I had, I put, I dropped Bosco off. I got a bunch of food, bunch of pre-made food. I ate a bunch of it and I was just like, until the vet called. It was God. a pretty decent afternoon. Takes a long time. I've lost a lot more sleep, but it's the output makes me really happy. There's a movie that all that you and all of your uh, listeners should watch, and it's Insta Famous, and it goes through some of the really big Instagram and Vine influencers and YouTubers. Goes to the Fat Jewish. It does uh, Paris Hilton. It does mm. a couple others that, that you guys might um, uh, recognize, but it, and it really it really brings you down to earth with Paris Hilton. And it's, it's something that everybody should see, but the point, I remember your on tweets it. on that. Yeah. I remember your it's, tweets. So, it's so good. The point was that, uh, these, 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 these creators would have these ideas at like 4am and be like, oh, I gotta do that now. And then they would call their friends and they would get it done. And it's, it's not a sacrifice. Cause I like doing it. It's not, you know, sleep, yeah. eh, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe a little, but this is what I do full time. I can, I nap, you know, that's cool. I, I like, you know, but, it, but this is the work I gotta, this is, I gotta, you know, I feel like I gotta, cause I really want to do this with an industry that's in a state of what it is. And I like doing it. You know, I like, I like when people are like saying to me now, like you're all over my timeline like you're all you know i like when people say that it's it makes me feel accomplished you know i'm i'm even expanding on i looked up pinterest and um what's the other one iFunny putting Uh, more stuff on there like and now i'm like okay well i put them on there like are there even more can i like get myself more into the searchability yeah i typed uh duty beard and and or and an Among Us meme came up, and I was like, "Oh my god, yes, it's working! <laughs> made like it. it's crossing over, like it's the webs are connecting." You're doing um, the damn thing. Yeah. So every I, it's it's almost like an itch I have to scratch. Like every time I yeah. feel that itch, I'm like, "Huh, maybe I should post something." Well, you know what's funny is is I as of last TwitchCon, I barely knew who you were. I. And this isn't an insult. This is this oh, is this, this is no no no. This is going somewhere. This is going somewhere. This is part of yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> and then I remember some people sit like showing pictures of you or talking about you. And then TwitchCon was it 2018 happens. And for whatever reason, I maybe just seen something with you in a picture with maybe Stallion or if Kate or somebody. And I and I look out the fucking window because there was uh, sidewalk level windows there, and who the fuck do I see walking by? But fucking Duty Beard walking by, and I'm like, that's fucking Duty Beard. And I think to myself, wait, where did I just see that? And and then, but the craziest part was you were, I recognized you. So whatever social media wizardry you were doing, it worked because I randomly see you like that's Duty Beard. I, I couldn't do that for like 
99.9% of streamers, but for whatever fucking reason, you just stuck in my mind. <laughs> and then here we are, you know, what, two years later? And like, I'm talking with you. We interact on everything. Like, like, like I feel like we're becoming friends. You're on the podcast. I'm just like, it just feels so weird and also so surreal going from being like, that's Duty Beer walking by. Holy shit. To being like talking to you right now, you know? That's funny. But it also is it, it's it also says something about your marketing and everything that you've done to where some random person can fucking be like, oh, that's so and so walking by, and then two years later still following your content. Cause I feel like when it comes to the world of streaming and social media influencers and just social media in general, uh, there are so many options. And if you're gone for two days, they're on to the next one. And the fact that you can somehow find a way to make people remember who you are, whether it be through your merch, whether it be through your stream, whether it be through you diversifying through all these other platforms. I think that says a lot about you and your skills as well when it, on a platform that everybody's so quick to forget and move on to the next person. Damn, that's very sweet. I, I know. I Listen, I just stroked your ego so hard you came all over my face with that ego juice. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But it's true. And I, I say that to some people here and there, but when people who've actually done it and have shown they can do it, like it, it's gotta be a, it, it's gotta be, a, you know, applauded and they need, they need to know they did it because it's so hard to do that. And that's what all of us really want, right? Anybody who's on Twitch is on social media wants to make this a full-time gig. That's what you want. And that's actually what you need. And the fact that you're able to do that, uh, you know, speaks volumes and, and it's just, it, it, it's fucking batshit bonkers. I don't know how you did it, but I know that a lot of, a lot of hard work and determination and love for the craft went into it. I see that. I see that in you too. You are always on my for you page. It's probably because I use, I share you like the most. Yeah, you, you and I interact with each other a lot. We're but usually in each other's comments. Hilarious though. <laughs> your shit is like actually hilarious. I think you should just keep up what you're doing and then you should keep putting in your clips and stuff because, um, I think because you know because you do stream and everything because yeah. you should you should put out everything you should put out literally everything and then just refine what you're doing because that's what I found I'm back I'm like full I'm like full into the rhythm no your stuff's going strong dude you're at like 2,500 followers now like I see your follower account going like 100 200 every like three or four days and I'm just like damn dude he's I had a couple of really big I had one that just zooped me up I had a real that when I the one that I just posted yeah before um that went up to three thousand views in under an hour. I was like, how is this going so aggressive through yeah. a fucking algorithm? It was amazing. So three thirty four hundred it's at right yeah. now on, on Insta. I got a bunch of follows and likes for it. And people are retweet you know, and you know, that's why people put too much weight into Twitter. And I understand why because it's like, you know, why isn't this person paying as enough attention to me? And it's just, I don't know. There's they, they want, cause they want the connections that they see that other people are having, I yeah. guess. But when you're putting so much time into others, it's like it, it, that just, it just disappears. It's just the difference just disappears. It's just like, I go on Twitter to just be proud of myself and be proud of my friends now. Yeah, and it's just so much, and and to, to and to fucking shit post, and it's so much more fun. It's so much more fun to do that shit. So, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you it's on another that. Another reason to grind and do your own thing. It just feel because let uh, my friend used to. My friend used to when he would go to the, when we would go to the bars, and I was all super like self conscious, 
and he'd be like, "Oh no, 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 we're not. We're just gonna. We're just here to have fun. Let them join our party." And that was just the key, like, absorb. Well, that's what your stream is. Your stream is a party. <laughs> but you let you let people join yours. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and thank you also. But that's why you grind hard, and then other people will just be like, if you compare yourself to others, then you know, then the energy flows to others and maybe not in a positive way because you're not thinking about it positively. Yeah. No, no. I, I 100% see that your stream. (laughs) There is always like at least six things going on in your stream at any given point. And that's, that's besides just you playing games. Uh, Now with that aside, I want to like, as a last little thing, I want to ask you what's the best advice you can give to, new streamers about not only staying on one platform, but also diversifying, but in a way that won't burn you out. You know what I'm saying? Like you're on so many platforms. What would you recommend you start first and how would you recommend you build your way to being able to go five, six different platforms? It's a very good question. I don't know. That is a that is a uh, to start. That's a tough question because I started at such a fresh, raw time. Uh-huh. Well, uh, like you know, right before they announced affiliates for Twitch, when Twitch was just a go get them. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh-huh. that's all it was. Okay, I think uh, I think like if you know if you're gonna pl- if you're gonna play games, if it's gaming content you want, you can. If you're just starting, you can multi-stream and tap every market and basically you're going to want to find that moment where the where a community is forming it whether you know you don't want to look for numbers increasing you just want to look for a moment where the community is forming where one person then maybe two then maybe three then maybe you all have an inside joke etc that little pattern that's where you want to gravitate to and then you can once again refine everything. Then you can spread out. You can figure out what you're doing on, let's say Twitch. Let's say you like doing, you know, TikToks more in that community. But do which you know. But do it everywhere. I think Twitch is the biggest money maker as far as social platforms, and it's the easiest to make money. Um, so. But, you know, but, you know, go ham on socials. You're going to get burnt out if you really want it. That's the that's the conundrum right there without getting burnt out. If you don't want to get burnt out, then, you know, then you're that you, you don't you can stop, you know. But yeah. if you re, but if you want it, that's what people don't. That's that's what nobody says. No one really talks about like, but if you want to be the biggest, if you want to be really popular and stuff. I do. I want to be one of the biggest streamers. I don't think there's anything. That's why I got into streaming, and and I feel like as far as my, my channel, I feel like my content is is up there among the best. But I just, but not a lot of people. Until very recently, I haven't restarted doing that. Like if I oh. wasn't unfocused a couple of years ago before moving to Washington, who knows? Yeah. But now that I'm focused again. You know, now there's a now there's a story to look back on. Like, you know, he's been on Twitch for, you know, if anything, if anything really neat happens. Well, I, I feel like a lot of people know who you are. 
and not necessarily just from Twitch, but just from other platforms as well. You've got a really strong Twitter presence with a lot of people retweeting, liking your tweets and stuff like that. But that's because a lot of us feel you're probably one of the more genuine people on Twitter, on Twitch, TikTok, you know, stuff like that. But I think that, like you said, yeah, you know, you just got to kind of, you got to put in the time. And we, we all know you've put in the time to get where you are now. And it's just not, it's, not, I just, it's just definitely not an overnight kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, and, and the, and this, that's important that the, the, this is a good point to also uh, cap on this. Uh, th- it can be, and, and it might be for, for you listening, you know, but it, the chances are low and, that don't let that illusion of super fast growth deter you in any way because it is a thing that that will happen to someone you know it is something that will you know that could happen to you and you might feel like your opportunities miss but it's not like you know you can adapt to the scene i'm 36 and and i feel like i i but i don't feel like i'm close to 40 like i don't I'll get to 40 and it's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not 40 yet. I'm still 36. Yeah. You know, for the last eight years, <laughs> I have a modder for that. It's called tomorrow. I'm a grown ass kid and I'm 28. <laughs> I still feel like a fucking child half the time. Oh, that's great. In the best ways. Well, duty. I just want to say first and foremost, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, thank you guys. Also, thank go you for ham just... on TikTok and Insta there. Last bit. Go um, ham. Don't do post three times. Go as many as you want. Go out of your creator analytics. Go all over the place. Just post. Go ham there. I agree. And I just want to also yeah. thank you for being a, a, just a solid fucking genuine dude as well. I, I feel like you wear your heart on a sleeve and who you are in social is exactly who you are out in public. So. I just want people to know that dude is a cool fucking dude. So if you get into his content, you're getting into someone who's probably a lot like you. And there's a reason why you're there. So just thank you again for coming on and supporting us and hanging out with us and chatting with us. Uh, whether we got in the weeds or we talked about leisure with Larry or, you know, you in a band or me still important for my dead grandpa. I just appreciate you being here. You guys are really organized. You've been writing that down the whole time. It's, no, it's no, been no, a it's wild ride. It's off the cuff. I, I, I'm, I I'm very that. much a fan of improv and I, I, and I, I like to go improv. Um, yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, so duty, where can everybody find you? Oh, uh, Twitch, Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash duty beard, uh, four days a week, 8 PM Pacific, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, I make a lot of TikToks, I make a lot of Instagrams, duty beard everywhere, except Twitter. I'm duty beard live on Twitter. <laughs> I was funny the other day. I saw that as well. <laughs> oh my duty beer live okay well okay someone on twitter has that handle for the last eight years and is it no it's nothing my with suspended it. account that i can't do it <laughs> that oh, i can't do no. anything with yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know twitter, i don't know what i did i do know what i did I twitter spammed. doesn't think hentai is art either it sucks <laughs> <laughs> when i started streaming i had no idea that like oh my god it was bad i was such a shitty tweeter I was the worst. I was the worst. Oh my God. Would you say that you were a twat? 
A twatter? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was the worst. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, okay. I had to get my bad joke in. You had your Play-Doh up the ass was a one. Great, was I got a great twat. Like, it was, it was a great joke. So just so everybody listening, I'll have uh, Judy's link tree in the show notes. That way you can check out all of his stuff. Uh, I highly recommend checking him out, whether you're on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Um, Duty, once again, thank you so much for coming coming on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's really awesome. I appreciate this a lot. A lot of good, a lot of good, a lot of good topics. A lot of good topics. All right, let's kill this outro. As always, you can support the podcast at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds. You can leave us a voicemail. You can support us monthly with a monthly donation. Whatever you want to do, we love you either way. Next, find us on all social media is at dadsbeardsnerds. You're going to find us also on Discord. You can find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes of every show that we release and produce. Next, find George at Ghioco, G-H-I-O-C-O on Twitter, and that guy underscore George1337 on Insta. Tommy at, at Nightween593 on Twitter, Nightween5930 on Insta, and me, Anthony, at DadBodPlays on all social medias. Until next time, I'm Anthony. Thank you for stopping yourself from saying Nightwang, by the way. Nightwang. And I'm Nightwang. Nightwang. And we were joined tonight by the one and only Dude. And I'm... Say Wait. it! No, say it. Fred. Say it! <laughs> and I'm Judy Beard. All right, everybody, have a good night. And we're the Tokyo Danger Duo!